Hey, what's up, friends? I'm Vince Del Monte, father, husband, and the OG of online fitness marketing. For more than a decade, I've been committed to helping skinny guys pack on muscle. And after building multiple seven-figure online fitness businesses, I've achieved freedom and financial security through mentorship, hard work, and my passion for fitness. And I want to help you do the same. Recently, I've built the best mastermind coaching program that exists for fitness professionals by giving you the shortest no BS path to grow to six, seven, and even eight figures regardless of your starting level. My coaching was designed to give you the skills, systems, and support to become an industry mover and shaker and build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, if you're an online coach, whether you're getting started or looking to scale, I am going to hook you up with my talk from the $100 million mastermind, which is an exclusive event for seven, eight, and nine figure earners. It costs $100,000 a year to attend three of these events. And I got the opportunity to take the stage and share how we have scaled a stalled out coaching program from 50 to over a thousand members in under a year and increased ROI by 500% while working less. If you're looking to learn all the secrets to growing a coaching business, a high ticket coaching business with high touch, high leverage, and incredible results of your students, I break it down in just 30 minutes and I think you're going to love it. Enjoy. You guys all pumped to be here today? Grateful to be here? So am I. I I feel really privileged and honored to be in this room today. I used to come into these rooms and always just think I don't belong. And um, that's because I've often tried to prove myself. So uh, yesterday, Erwin spoke about being humble, and humbleness is not projecting more than who you are. So I'm really excited for this opportunity to uh, just share a bit about who I am, what I do, how we've done it, and I hope it helps you grow your own coaching business. Before I dive in, how many people are coaches in this room? have high-ticket coaching programs. Maybe you're looking to start them, scale them. All right, well, this will be super, super helpful for you. So who I am, my name is Vince Del Monte. Grew up in Toronto, Ontario, and uh, we just closed on a house, almost our dream home, in Franklin, Tennessee, about two weeks ago, and I still don't have a visa. That is going to tie into my story and some principles that I figured out in just a moment. And... um, I want to talk to you guys specifically about how I took a stalled high-ticket coaching program from 50 members to over 1,000 in a year and increased company revenue by 500% while working less. And this all goes back to me building an online coaching business based on one thing, my story, the Skinny Vinny story. And uh, I was a former pipsqueak, couldn't get the girl, poster boy for uh, you know, the, uh, the weakling. And uh, somehow I figured out how to inspire people just to come along with my journey, created a ton of online fitness coaching programs. I did that for 12 years. And frankly, I ran out of information to teach. <laughs> you can only teach so much about what's better, the leg extension or the squat. And I started getting a lot of people asking me, hey, do you teach how you've done what you've done? And I've always loved coaching. And that's where I came to a place where I said, hey, I'm about to pass on the baton and I'm gonna start the Seven Figure Mastermind, which is a coaching program for health and fitness coaches who wanna start, grow, and scale. And what we figured out how to do is teach them to sell high ticket. So how to sell a a premium for their information, all right? Before I dive into the tactics, tactics, this is gonna be very, very tactical. I've got a lot of screenshots here, happy to share this presentation with anybody here. I just wanna share a bit about who I am, and I think that'll give a lot of context and support. So, 
I haven't figured out a lot of stuff, but there's, I think, three things that I figured out, and this is the very first thing I figured out. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast, and I just found out that's a Navy SEALs quote. And this, this principle is very relatable to building muscle. Any fitness people in the room? And if I think about all the gains I've made in the gym, they've always come from just being consistently good and not occasionally great. I've never made big gains in the gym trying to go fast and trying to build every single body part at the same time. And there's a lot of parallels between building your body and building your business. And it's funny because in the gym, when you're trying to build your body, there's a concept I used to always teach that if you can't control the weight, then you can't contract the muscle. And if you can't contract the muscle, then you can't, you can't challenge the muscle. All right, if you can't challenge the muscle, then you can't build the muscle. And what I mean by this when it's applied to business is that oftentimes, how many of you guys can all relate to trying to do way too much, way too fast? And in the gym, it doesn't matter how many reps you do if they all suck. <laughs> I did 100 reps today. Well, they all sucked. Right? It doesn't matter how many deadlifts you do if you're doing them with the wrong form. So in the gym, when you want to build your body, again, not what you do, it's how you do it. Your body doesn't understand load. It only understands tension. Momentum is not a muscle. These are muscle-building concepts probably a lot of you guys are familiar with. It's the same thing in business. And one of the things that I realize that I always try and do too much, and it maybe comes from a place of feeling unworthy that I have to do more, that I have to keep up. That's a different story for a different day. But if you come into these environments and you just take one idea and run with it, your business can completely change. And I hope that what I teach you today, I'm going to be teaching you three pillars of how we've scaled our coaching business. If you just take one principle from one of these pillars I'm going to teach you, your coaching business will grow. All right, so this is the first thing I want to share with you. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. In early uh, November, my business coach challenged me to do something crazy. He said to run a marathon in six weeks. And I tried to do that after two weeks of training. I realized that wasn't going to happen. So I committed to a half marathon in 27 days of training. And I ran one of the hilliest courses in the United States. In 27 days of training, I got to that start line and it was a very hilly course. If there's any runners in the room, you know that the hills are the most costly. And I walked all the hills and I ended up running two hours and 13 minutes. It's a 613 kilometer, which isn't too shabby considering. And uh, my entire mentality during that entire race was to go slow and to pace yourself. Inch by inch, life is a cinch. Yard by yard, life is hard. And this has just been my model, just trying to stay in the game and not get caught up with what other people are doing. Can anyone relate to this? Yeah, am I the only one? All right. The next thing I wanna share with you is that Rome wasn't built overnight, but they were, were laying bricks every single hour. James Clear quote. And I wanna share with you guys one of the reasons why I'm up here right now, and it's because of relationships. And guys like Joel, guys like Dan, thank you for having me on this stage. And I'm gonna explain how this came to be. About a year ago, my wife and I discovered that we were living in a country that's no longer free, which we thought was free, and we decided to make an exit from Communist Canada. And we decided to start to venture. We decided to venture outside of Canada. We always wanted to leave Ontario. The winters are horrendous. We always yapped and yapped and lapped. We got to leave. We got to leave. We got three young kids, nine, seven, and four. And what happened was we came down to Florida. We love Florida. We probably have more friends in Florida than in Toronto. And then we fell in love with Franklin, Tennessee. Everyone asked me why. I didn't even know where Tennessee was on the map. I never heard a country song in my life. Now I go down to the honky-tonk whenever I can get down there. And I love it. Yeah, I've been to, anyways. 
So fell in love with Franklin, Tennessee. We decided to build a home there. And over the course of the year, we just closed on it two weeks ago. I still don't have a visa. I still don't have a visa. Now, the initial part of getting that visa was that I'm applying for this thing called the Extraordinary Ability uh, 01 or something. I don't even know what I'm going for. The, the Extraordinary Ability, and a part of it is that you have to make a case for why you're better than the people in your space. So I asked my immigration lawyer, how do I do that? She says, I need to interview your competitors. Like my indirect ones or the direct ones? The direct ones. So fortunately, over the last 16 years, I've been coming to events like this, building one brick at a time, if you will. And what I mean by that, one relationship at a time. And if you come to these rooms and you build one relationship, that is what will make you wealthy, right? Not your net worth, your network. And over the last 16 years, I've been coming to events like this, and virtually every single person who got on the phone with my immigration lawyer was one of my direct competitors in the coaching space. I have 12 letters that of people who vetted me, vouched for me, said, you should let Vince into the country. You should let Vince into the country. He's good at what he does. He's legit, etc." And it was um, these relationships that has created a path forward. And is this relation, these relationships that have brought me up on stage here today. So I just want to encourage you guys not to get caught up in all this hoopla. There's a lot of, a lot of just smoke and mirrors in this space. Not specifically this room, but just in this whole industry. I'm sure you all know that, right? You never know what the hell somebody's talking about, how much they're making. You don't have no clue of what they're talking about. And that can just become really daunting. So I've just really focused on building relationships, and that's the one thing nobody can take away from you in this space. Third pillar I want to share with you is that you cannot accept the truth of your situation. Until you accept the truth of your situation, you cannot change it. Can I share two damaging admissions? I wasn't too sure if uh, I was going to share this today. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to share this today, but... Uh, when we hit our first million dollar month, told a lot of people, I got a big mouth. I was really proud of that. And that was not a lie, but it was also not the truth. And what I mean by that is when I said we hit our first million dollar month, I didn't say that it was actually contracted and it wasn't collected. And I didn't say that it was Canadian funds and not US funds. So it wasn't a lie, but it also wasn't the truth. And I did it again a couple months later. We did a nice event and we made $1.6 million in one weekend. And it wasn't a lie, but it also wasn't the truth. It wasn't fully collected. It was contracted from a new offer and a new offer we launched that we didn't work out all the bugs. We put a little too much effort into the marketing and the program and we got a lot of refunds, which was a very humbling experience. And the reason that I share that with you is because if you are publicly sharing what you're not congruent with privately, then you will feel like a what? A liar. You'll feel like a liar. And you will figure out when you, are a, when you know that you're lying, when you're not congruent, you will figure out how to self-destruct. You will figure out how to see chaos. You will figure out somehow how to self-sabotage. And you will start to operate in fear because you're afraid of getting exposed. So what I want to encourage you guys to do before I dive into the core content here is something my behavioral change coach has recently taught me. She said, Vince, I want you to just start owning your journey. Keep your eyes on your lane and stop breaking your neck looking left and right. 
and own who you are, own what you do, own how you're leading, and own what you're building. And that has been my mantra. And just trying to find my identity in my self-worth and not my net worth. Is this encouraging anybody here today? Because these can be intimidating rooms and you can get really caught up in what everybody's doing and you forget who you are. And who you are is not what you make. It's just a side part of your life. So I want to dive into some tactical stuff. You guys ready for this? All right, so there's three reasons that our coaching program stalled out. Number one is what I call client-dictated chaos. And here's what this looks like. Number one is we were customizing our coaching program to every single person instead of one type of person. I had real estate guys. I had electricians. Think of the program. We had high-ticket guys, low-ticket guys. We had all sorts of people in this coaching program. And it wasn't until we just taught one thing. We called it the one-way play, high-ticket coaching, how to charge two to $6,000 for a 12-week program. That's what we teach fitness coaches how to do, that we started gaining traction. And that's all we do. We don't do anything else. We don't teach funnels. I don't, I'm not an expert at funnels. I never did well with funnels. We don't teach ads. I've never been good at ads. I don't do challenges. We just teach you how to sell high-ticket coaching. If that's what you want to do, you come my way. Everything else, there's other people that can help you with that. The next thing is not unpacking my IP into a step-by-step curriculum. The product just wasn't great. I had a lot of tribal knowledge but it was too person dependent and not process dependent. So what we did is we took all of our IP, everything that I know to go from zero to 10K a month, 10K to 25K a month, 25 to 50K a month, and 50K to 100K a month, and we turned it into a meal plan. (laughs) Just like we teach our fitness people, like eat this at this time, that's what we did with our business coaching program, and we just really product sized the entire process. The next thing we did is we stopped marketing to all income levels with the same program. So I had the seven-figure mastermind, but I mean, we were getting people who you know, didn't even have a product idea, et cetera, complete beginners. And we all know that most people are not cut out to be business owners. It's no knock, it's just business is hard. Most people should not be starting a coaching business. And we were marketing to guys who are trying to make their first dollar and we're trying to make, market to people who are trying to make 100K a month at the same time. And that just created a lot of chaos. Imagine being in a coaching program where you're trying to make 100 grand a month and there's a new guy, he's asking, you know, what's a niche, right? So that's what we were dealing with. So I'm going to teach you guys the rap formula. Pretty cheesy, I know, but I always try and do things in acronyms and this is the best I could come up with. So we got to know your rap so your business won't be crap. How many of you guys all agree, guys and gals, that you can make a lot of money but still have a crappy business? How many of you guys know people like that? Don't point them out here in the room. (laughs) He makes way more than me, but I don't want his life. Not what, not one single bit, right? So, and I can, I can testify this as a father, as a husband with three kids. And, you know, something I've been taught, and, and again, I've, I'm a work in progress. I haven't figured any of this stuff out, but something that I've been raised with is that there's no amount of success in the world that's, that is going to overweigh just one failure in the home. And this is something that I try and keep close to heart, and it's a very hard thing to share up on stage because everybody has their, you know what, their crap they're working through. So when I say this, know your rap so your business won't be crap, what I mean, every one of us has to define what success looks like. Some of us are far more successful than everybody who's exiting and exit this and investing this and investing that. Sometimes I just feel like puking. It's like way too much. 
I'm like, I'd rather see somebody who's got stability, consistency, and I just, I'm not saying what's right or wrong for anybody, but you need to figure out what a win looks like for you. And a win stands for what's important now. When you put your head down at night and you go to sleep, what's important now? What is the most important thing right now? That's all that matters. So let's dive in. All right, the rap formula, we're going to move fast, is retention, ascension, and permission. All right, so this is what our retention system looked like before. We had email coaching, weekly four-plus-hour trainings to like one in the morning. I kid you not, this is what I did. Uh, we had a Facebook group, and we had no coaches. I was doing everything. I was burned out, and I was exhausted. And I've got a big engine, and I was exhausted. Retention, this is what it looked like after. Everything was answered within the Facebook group. We built a step-by-step -step curriculum. Everything's in a portal now. We have three levels of coaching. We have a six-figure coach, which takes you from zero to 10K per month, seven-figure mastermind, which takes you to $50,000, 50K a month. And then we have Domination Boardroom, which is working with me and my business partner one-on-one, -on -one, and that's if you want to scale to multi-six figures a month. All right, we brought on coaches. And we had coaches start doing dedicated one-on-one -on -one calls. So when you come in our program, you get your own assigned coach. We call them account managers. And we're now rolling something out where they're like sales reps, where they actually get incentivized on commission based on um, how many clients they take as well as how much they renew. So the entire company is now incentivized based on performance, including the coaches. We didn't have that. And now we have a whole mindset of we're not hoping we get you across the finish line. It's the coach's job to get you across the finish line, and people love that one-on-one -on -one piece. All right, we also built a, essentially a mini university. So we have sales talk Monday, copywriting Tuesday, lead gen Wednesday, advance call Thursday, uh, fulfillment Fridays. So we've got tons of support for our students. All right, they get access to all this inside the seven-figure mastermind. And then we have these monthly special, specialist trainings that I do for 90 minutes. Sometimes they bring in guests, and they're on very specific topics, and we deep dive. Um, next, we added public accountability. What we found is that one-on-one -on -one accountability works for about a week. Uh, coach accountability works for maybe 30 days. But when you start bringing in your peers, where you have to post your goals in front of your peers, those are the people you don't want to disappoint the most. So we built in ways for people to hold their word. We started adding in things, things for social proof, monthly win wall. And this, is, this is our best post of the month. We just share, everyone shares how much money they're making. It's crazy. And people get to see what's possible. We let the audience do the selling. A lot of students don't believe in themselves, so they get to borrow the other student's belief. We do a monthly goals pulse, a welcome post where people get to see the people coming in. Uh, we run a couple live events every single year. I'm now doing these things called vision days where I bring in people to come speak, speaking specifically to vision. Then we collaborate on the content, and then we put it out on the social media. That's how I grow my following organically, and I'm helping my members start thinking bigger than paying their bills. These are all things that have worked uh, um, compounded over time. This is something else I learned. I give credit to Alex Hermosi. He shared this one thing with me, which is a huge game changer. Retention happens on the front end. Trying to resurrect the dead when somebody's been in the program for 11 months and you're trying to get them to renew, it's too late. So what happens in the first 30 to 90 days is everything. So we want to make sure that, uh, one, we sell them into the right program. This is a big mistake people make. They put the wrong person into the wrong program, of course they're going to fail. Um, I did this thing, I'll tell you guys, you know, do not do $500 deposits. On the month we put the most people in the program, we said, hey, come into the program for $500 down. I think maybe 75% of the people were like out of the program within 90 days. 
I don't share this publicly, by the way, but I'm sharing it with you guys because most people don't share this kind of stuff, and it was a really, really tough lesson. So we did find out the more people pay, the more they pay attention. And, uh, right, amen to that. Amen just means I agree, by the way. And we have, now have the 5K tests. So I have, I, I'm a strong believer that if somebody can't come up with 5K, they should not be in a business coaching program. One, it means you suck at sales. One, it means you suck at numbers. Three, it means you're interested and not committed. So we just have like a minimum $5,000 down to come into the program. That's just the minimum. If you can't figure that out, you should not be in business, all right? I could talk, I could rant a lot about that, but we'll keep going. The next thing we have is when people come on board, we set expectations. If somebody doesn't understand your expectations, they won't understand your disappointment. So we have the 10-10 promise agreement. What's expected of them, what's expected of us. And they sign off on this. It's a document that has been a game changer and we do this on the onboarding call as well to make sure they know to run to us and not to run from us. This is why people bail. Their pride, their ego, their shame gets the best of them and they go dark. They disappear. I'm not doing well. I'm not getting anything out of this. And we've built systems around how to keep people engaged in the process. As John Gordon said yesterday, not to get off the roller coaster. Stay on the emotional roller coaster of entrepreneurship, right? Next, we have the one-on-one onboarding experience. We try to do like all the onboarding as a group and it failed because people just felt like a number and there wasn't as much attention. So when somebody comes into the program, they get a full hour just being reminded of how to utilize the program. This was a huge one. All right, and we cover a lot of stuff on that game plan call. Expectations, goals review, first 90-day journey, how to, be, how to successfully action the program. We assign them to their coach. They get a battle plan call, all this stuff. All right, we make sure they get set up on the right, uh, on the right um, setup. So the next is a 30-day check-in form. This has been another big thing. So what we do is we just send out these check-in forms and find out how would you rate the program on a scale 1 to 10. If they're anything less than an 8, we reach out to them and ask them, what would you, we have to do to make you a 10? If someone says, I'm a 4, 30 days into your program, they're about to bail. Now, fortunately, we don't get that low of a number, but you sometimes get sixes and sevens. And oftentimes, it's not because of the experience at what was promised on the sales call. The sales guy promised something that's not happening in the program. So now I got to go re-listen to the, guy, the sales guy's calls and find out what the heck are you promising? This isn't even our product. So this here has helped us fix what's said on the sales calls and then what actually happens in the sales program. We've had people leave the program who make insane amounts of money. We're like, why the heck is so-and-so not renewing? because they were promised something different. Just because somebody makes money in your coaching program, just because they have a good connection, experience in your coaching program, doesn't mean they're going to renew. Their expectations might have been let down, and most people aren't going to make a big stink of it. They're just going to move on. So these are what our check-in forms look like. And it's all automated. It all goes into a a Slack channel. We have a dedicated guy that looks at it, reaches out. So it's, it's all systematized too, which is cool. Then we have this thing called the what's coming posts. What I have learned in coaching is anticipation is the secret to retention. I spend more time selling what's coming next month than teaching this month. I'm letting people know this is what you get to look forward to. This is what you get to look forward to. This is what's coming. You got to give people hope. We're all in the hope selling business. So I found that this, like planning out here's what's coming, keeps people engaged. And we just put these simple posts up like this with a video. And they got all this cool stuff that they get to look forward to the next month. Next, we have a dedicated one-on-one coach. Uh, we pre-schedule their calls every two weeks, just like a personal training session. We don't uh, hope that they show up for the calls. We don't say, hey, if you need help, book a call. People don't do that. They're pre-scheduled. What gets scheduled gets done. 
Then we have the quarterly game plan call where we reassess where they're at, where they're going. This is a longer call, so they get a little more attention and make sure that they're moving on the right track, realign their expectations. And then we do an end-of-year game plan call, which is basically a sales call. And the strongest salesperson in your company should do this. And this is, I actually still do these calls just because I renew about 90% of the people that get on the phone with me because I know it's a sales call and I just have to sell them on what's coming. I don't scare them. I just open their eyes to what's around the corner so they see that they still need our help. Now I'm teaching my guys, my team, how to do these calls, which is one of the things I'm working on right now. All right, so we just ask them what worked. What are you still struggling with? Design a plan together. Do you think you benefit from some more support? Cool, these are your two options. You can pay in four, stay on monthly. What, do you, what works best for you? Boom, it's as easy as that. All right, elevating your coaches. We got a big event next week in Cancun. We got lots of people flying in. And one of the things I'm starting to do, because I'm way too front and center in my business, which is something I need to change, um, I'm elevating my coaches. You're going to start seeing my coaches on my social media more often. They're speaking at my event. I'm going to start to support them in the delivery of the program. Because frankly, it rests too much on me right now, which is a burden. I love it, but it's also a pressure that I should start to uh, consider. So have your coaches start speaking at live events so you elevate their prestige. All right, this is called the give and F factor. This one, I don't think, I don't know if it can be taught. You either care or you don't, but there's, you know, you just really got to figure out, like, what do you want to be remembered for? How much money you made? Nobody's going to remember that. My cousin Daniel Buccella just passed away. He got a death sentence. Um, got diagnosed with leukemia. And uh, he, was, uh, he was a great hockey player. He played semi-pro hockey in Temps uh, Pensacola, Florida. And I was, just, I was at his funeral. I was standing beside his bed when he slipped away. I prayed for him. His brother-in-law prayed for him, and he was gone. And when I looked at who was in that room when he slipped away, you know who was in the room when he slipped away? His wife, his two kids, and one friend. And then me my wife and his sister and his brother-in-law, or her, her husband, my brother-in-law. That was it. And that was such a, such a humbling moment. When you slip away, who's going to be in your room? You'd be lucky if you've got one friend at your deathbed, maybe two. And that was such a, just what an experience. Now, he had a lot of friends, and they all came out afterwards, but like at the end of the day, in the moments that matter most. You're never too good for your community. Stay engaged. Everybody's business model looks a little different, but think about how can I stay connected with my people so they know that I'm still there supporting them. All right, I got to move quicker here. Ascension. Before, we had one flagship program, the Seven Figure Mastermind. Next, we launched Six Figure Coach. This is how we really grew, and we sold this through a weekly live webinar, and this is how we scaled to 600-plus um, members. And then basically this became our front-end offer where we ascended a lot of people from Six Figure Coach into the Seven Figure Mastermind. And this program, one, was too cheap. as lifetime access. There was no systems to ascend. There was a very low success rate. And what it looked like after is we just made the product better. And now it's $5,800 to come in and $300 a month. So we allow people to ascend when they're ready instead of us trying to sell them into the next one too prematurely when they're just not ready, Right. So this was a big game changer. And now we're spending a lot of time just trying to scale this program so we have our own bucket of leads that we can ascend to the seven-figure mastermind. So this has been a big piece for us that we're continuing to work on. And then with seven-figure mastermind, we've now positioned this as invitation only. I wish I thought of this five years ago, but oh well. And it's only open a few, year, only a few times per year, and you actually have to be at a certain income level to join. You have to have already completed this. And now there's more prestige around the brand 
and uh, people are like asking when it's opening as opposed to us trying to always sell them into it. Finally, we have Domination Boardroom. That's a one-on-one coaching program with me and my uh, top student, Big Frank from the Netherlands. And uh, we just opened this up to two uh, spots per month. It's pretty high priced and it's to work with us. And this is a pure profit, a lot of profit here. So, all right, so that's it. The Ascension After is, um, we talked about all this already. Okay, the last thing here is permission-based marketing. I don't do cold DMs. Um, Actually, before I talk about that, this is one of my favorite quotes. I learned this way back in the day. 70% of marketing is just knowing who you're talking to from John Carlton. And when you know who you're talking to, you can basically tell everybody else to take a hike because it's likely not for you. It's my favorite type of marketing, disqualification marketing, right? The best marketing is telling people that this is likely not for you. If you're not this type of person, I'm not talking to you. And because people's ears kind of perk up too. So before I go back to that, we don't do cold DMing. We don't teach that. We don't sell people. We don't sell people that we can't help. I'm staying true to the health fitness market. Like I haven't jumped. A lot of my competitors, they've gone into different, like I help all coaches now. I'm not passionate about that. I'd probably make more money, but I lose my passion. So I've stayed true to the health and fitness space. All right. And I don't, we're starting up again, but I'm just like, I'm not an ads guys. It's probably the thing I would, if I figured this thing out, probably be a lot different, but just we, this is not what I'm a specialist at. This is not what we do. So what do we do? I call it the organic Excel system. And I'll walk you guys through this. These are organic scaling systems. So the A stands for audience growth. We um, Conversion conversations, closing calls, engagement of the client, lifetime value of the client, and systems and automation. So this is what we teach our students. And I'll just walk through this really quickly with you. So a big part of growing your audience, Billy Jean did an amazing presentation yesterday. On, it was just phenomenal. And this is kind of my version of what he said, it's sell who I am and not what I do. There's a million business coaches out there. Most people who come into my coaching program are also uh, men and women of faith. They're also, they've also got families. They're trying to build a sustainable business. They're not using words like scale as much as sustainability and security. I've just figured that out about my people and I've owned that and that's who I attract. Collaborations, right? Connecting with people in this room, creating content together, leveraging other people's audiences. Uh, This is one of the most powerful ways and best ways to grow your audience. Relentless social proof, tagging your testimonials, having their people see that they are being successful in your program. And we're just starting to dabble with Instagram shoutouts. Next is conversations from content. So what we do is we use setters to start conversations. Uh, It's pretty manual, pretty hardcore, but we engage with people that engage with our content and we take conversations from public to private and then we put them on the phone and that's where we try to enroll them into our coaching programs. We do daily story sequences with keywords telling people to message us so that we can um, book them in for calls. We do daily feeds. Uh, we do daily feed posts with just pure value. And then this is where we drive a lot of our leads. We call it VEC, value exchange content, which is like a two-step post, a hand-raised post. It's, hey, who wants to uh, check out this new training on how to do this without this? Raise your hand. People raise their hand. We give them this free thing. And then we have a conversation with them in the DM, and then we book them in for a call. And we do this at scale with setters. So that, that's pretty much it. We just give away free stuff. Give, give, give. We give away free stuff. You want some free stuff? We give as, as much as we can. We raise as many hands as we can, and I call that permission-based marketing. I'm not doing social media to get 100 likes. I don't do social media to get, you know, shares. I'm, getting, so I'm doing social media to start conversations. I am using my social media to disqualify everybody who's not a good fit and qualify the people that are a good fit. That's all I'm trying to do with my content. 
I'm just trying to find leads. Now, I need to learn all this stuff that they've been teaching on how to grow my audience a little faster so I have more people to do that with. But like at the core of it, this is how you can make a pretty good profit-rich business without having a massive, massive following. Don't get me wrong, having a bigger following, I would love to do that. And then repurposing all of our content. So on all the different platforms. Finally, uh, we use this same permission-based marketing stuff on our sales calls, and I just call this tension-based selling. One of the big things I teach my sales guys is to add resistance. One of my keys to teaching sales is resistance training. So when I'm talking to somebody, so do you think your wife would be supportive of this? You sure? Uh, are you sure you want to get started today? It's a big investment. What's wrong with your current job? Are you sure you don't want to push this off for a couple months? So I teach my sales guys how to take this posture of like, we don't need your money. We're not doing you a favor. And if you want to do this, you got to tell us why you would be a good fit for our program because we're not looking to monkey dance for anybody. We want to, we're looking for success stories. We're not looking for clients. We don't say that, but that's the posture we have. Does that make sense? I'm almost done here. So this is called resistance training. So we really try to unsell people so that they sell themselves. It's like lifting the weight in the gym, right? If I lift the weight for you, you're not going to get bigger. If I make you push the weight, you're going to get bigger because it's you doing the effort. Does that make sense? Resistance training selling. Engagement of clients. We talked about the promise document. Uh, we also do this cool thing that we don't actually advertise, but they're private accountability groups, which is like one of our little secret sauces, bringing people together in small groups. And uh, we also do some cool stuff for People ascending early to the next level, uh, we let them use some of their funds towards the next level. So there's an ascension bonus. We call it a kick in, the, kick in the tail reward. So if you ascend by this date, you can go to the next level at a bit of a discount. So we make people work for the next level. You don't have to go to the next level. It's totally up to you. So we position everything like climbing a mountain. You don't have to go all the way to the top. You can camp out at 10,000 feet. Nobody's telling you you have to go to 20,000 feet, 30,000 feet because the, thin, the air gets thinner up there. Right? It's riskier up there. It's lonelier up there. Scarier up there. So we, we try to unsell people from going to the next level. But those who really want it, there's an incentive for them. So that's how we've built the brand. Does that all make sense? And the last, time, last thing here is lifetime value. So this is, um, again, I talked about how these um, different offers are for different people at different customer journeys. So we can increase lifetime value by allowing them to go to the next level when they want more access, when they want different deliverables, et cetera. Thank you guys so much.